0: Podcast. This is you gotta watch this. And I'm your host Aaron and with me is your host Nick. Hello. <laughs> Way to
1: subvert our expectations. Yeah, yeah. I know I know everybody loves loves a good holler. Yeah. I'll save it for later.
0: You know, it's good sometimes you don't give people what they want, you yeah. know, you hold
1: it back and then That way when you give it to them, it's just all the better. Yeah. I've heard that's a healthy way, a thing to to do in like relationships. Oh yeah. withhold. Yeah. (laughs) I love it.
0: So this is the podcast where we watch every film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Uh in order and then we talk about it. But here's the twist. I've seen these films many, many, many times. And Nick, you're watching these for the first time. First time. Uh, and uh, we're so we're gonna we're gonna talk about today's episode is about Captain America: The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier, and it's fair to say this is this was your first time watching this movie. Is that right? Uh, you, yeah, you hadn't seen it before today. No, I had not
1: seen it before today.
0: All right, so let's let's dig right in. I'm, <laughs> I'm so hungry, Nick. I gotta I gotta I gotta get your hot take.
1: <laughs> Serve it up to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna serve it up hot and steaming. <laughs> All right, uh, this was the so the second Captain America movie. I gotta be honest, I was not like super looking forward to it. I, I remember it wasn't, like, last week, yeah, yeah, you were
0: like not looking forward I to was it.
1: A little wary, yeah, uh, but it was great. Oh, good. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. The, this was this was um. The tone was was dark. Mm-hmm. There was some humor, but it definitely was not like a, you know, we're gonna laugh it up and have a joke coming at you like, you know, every sure. thirty seconds, yeah. like, uh, like some of these are. Mm-hmm. Um I really did enjoy this one. The action sequences were really great. Mm-hmm. You get um you get a couple of new characters, mm-hmm. you get a return of an old character, yeah. Which I called. <laughs> I <laughs> knew did. it. You did for uh, the whole time. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> awesome. I, I really, really enjoyed it.
0: We're going to try a new feature. Yeah. This is a, a full-on experiment. We're going to call this Nick's three-minute recap challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start a timer in a second here. Okay. <laughs> and then you are going to have three minutes to recap the plot of this movie and I will be very helpfully counting down so that you know how much time you have left. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Just periodically, I'll check in with you yeah. on how much time like you have left. Like every second or so? I'll, I'll give you like every 15 seconds. To give a nice <laughs> oh, gosh. Just to help with your, uh, to get the pressure off. Yeah, yeah. So oh, whenever, yeah. No you're not pressure. wondering how much time is
1: left. All <laughs> okay. right? Okay. And so it starts right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay, so there's a man made of iron. Okay, <laughs> oh. okay all right, no. So uh, <laughs> Captain uh, America and Natasha Romanoff, I took notes, actually. This is what's going to help me unless, if I stop wasting time by explaining this. <laughs> they go on a rescue mission. They save this ship or whatever, um, so then he goes, then they go back and talk to Captain Fury. Um, he shows them, uh, I mean, Captain Fury, Nick Fury. <laughs> uh, Fury. I, I wrote cap everywhere all over this. That's i was just gonna stop you right there. You've got two minutes and 30 seconds. I gotta, no, no, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> okay, he shows them the fleet. I'm like two lines in. So, uh, Captain, uh, goes to his own exhibit. Um, he visits Becky or whatever her name is. Um, Peggy, Peggy <laughs> yep, Becky, Peggy. Um, So Fury uh, realizes there's some sort of glitch or something's wrong. Um, So it's locking him out, and he knows something's wrong. Uh, After that, he gets attacked. Um, Bucky shows up. Um, Fury winds up shot, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, he's he's dead." Nick, you're um, doing a
0: great job. You've used one third of your time. So and Captain I'm chases using a little more.
1: <laughs> Captain chases after Bucky, and uh, Bucky is like uh, a, a weird, crazy guy with a bionic <laughs> arm now. Mm-hmm. And so then they go and see uh, Fury on the operating table, and oh no, he's dead. Oh he dead. <laughs> and then Cap meets with uh, I can't. Oh, I said uh, meets with Robert Redford. <laughs> Yeah. Um. And uh, fights dudes in elevator. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, so you're halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) He fights the dudes in the elevator, and then he escapes Shield. Uh, He meets he he meets up with Romanoff, and he finds uh, like the secret sort of Shield base, like this. I guess, but it turns out it's really a Hydra base uh, because that uh, German scientist guy has has been his brain is in a computer now. And he has an algorithm, and so uh, Hydra has infiltrated Shield from the beginning, um, and a lot of Shield is Hydra. So now, uh, one Pier- minute Pier- left. Pierce, Pierce, <laughs> who is Robert Redford, meets with Bucky, um, and is like, "We got to get going on this," and he shoots his maid. And then, or and then uh, that's important. Captain uh, uh, and Romanoff uh, take refuge with his running buddy Sam. Uh-huh. Uh, turns out who he, he's the he's Falcon. Okay. He can fly around. 40 it's seconds. pretty great. Um, so the the big evil plan is that Zola's algorithm tells Hydra who to kill, like who's exceptional mm-hmm. and who to kill in terms of like sowing the most chaos, or they want to just control everything or whatever. That's sure. what they say. So a big. So the rest seconds. of the movie is like a big fight scene, pretty much. Okay. Um. So the big fight scene with Bucky. Um. Bucky doesn't know Cap, but he kind of gets these memories. Um, but it turns seconds. out that they are wiping his memory. Uh-huh. Um. Periodically. Ten. Um. So they take down the 9, gunships. They 8, put uh, seven targeting 6, cards 5, in the gunships, and 4, so they blow 3, each other up, and they saves the day. Shields is dismantled. Wow. <laughs> 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 Very impressive. Oh, no, my. Woo.
0: My phone is making noise.
1: Uh, did that way make to go. any sense?
0: You did it. You got all the way to the end. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> You're still talking about the targeting cards with four <laughs> seconds left.
1: But you pulled it out. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I yeah, I skipped over a lot at the end there. Well it's all good. You know, that's the challenge of yeah. the three minute recap. You got a lot of good detail in there. Yeah. Let's let's talk about it. Let's let's try to break that down. Let's what what did you what did you like about it?
1: Okay. Wow. <laughs> Gotta so, catch your breath. Yeah. So, um, I really, I, I enjoyed, uh, I'm going to have to stand up because this chair is squeaking. It's just a very noisy chair. Um, but now I'm just going to have to pace. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> sit down, sit down the <laughs> <laughs> So I really did enjoy sort of this, um, re-examining, um, of Cap and Fury's relationship towards mm-hmm. the beginning and, uh, you know, Cap is trying to sort of say like, you know, it's not worth You know, everybody's safety is not worth what you're doing. Or, like, what you're doing is jeopardizing their freedom, Yeah, which, you know, is defeating the purpose.
0: He has a great line. He's like, you know, you're going to make everybody safe by putting a gun to their head. Yeah, yeah. And it's like holding everybody hostage, you know.
1: And I really like that. And, And it's definitely speaking to, like, you know, surveillance and uh, in post nine 11, you know, Patriot world. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, 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 I appreciate that, you know, conversation that they're having. And, that, and at the same time, uh, I thought it was a little gratuitous. Um, Nick Fury has some sort of line about like, you know, the so-called golden generation, uh, you know, look what you guys did. And Cap turns it right around. I was like, yeah, but we, we had a reason and it was worth it. Yeah. And I think that is, uh, a little short-sighted or a little that's kind of a blind spot for mm-hmm. cap it is he, he's like well we didn't have any helicarriers and it's like well <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, but... would you have done it is right. the, you
0: know and what i think nick fury's point was was that if your commanding officers in the 40s had access to what i have access to today they'd be doing the same thing right people fundamentally have not changed and
1: i don't know what like where this lands in mcu history mm-hmm. but mm-hmm you know i i don't know if we dropped bombs on japan yeah um but the, that's the same sort of mm-hmm. you know concept that that cap is arguing against right yeah um, it, it is it is a little bit of that i think what's great about it is is seeing
0: Fury and Captain America, they're great foils for each other because they represent, they both have the same goal, uh-huh. which is, you know, to protect people, but they just have wildly different ways
1: of going about right. it. And they
0: fundamentally disagree on a lot of the stuff. Yeah.
1: So that was good. I, I I like that they sort of started the movie with that. Yeah. Um. So, and honestly, I feel like this is the first movie that Fury has like really had like a leading type role, mm-hmm. you know, and, and been able to stretch, you know, Samuel L. Jackson really been able to stretch his legs acting wise. Absolutely. Other than just sort of like come in and say a few cool lines and, yeah. you know, just be a cool dude. He had a lot of cool stuff
0: to do. Uh, I had kind of forgotten about the scene where his SUV gets attacked. Yeah, Like that
1: was so cool. That was, that was awesome. I, um, so I, 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 I like that the whole point not a point The theme in this movie Is not knowing Who the good guys are And the bad guys are Yeah You know The, the idea that like We are infiltrated um, You know That your neighbor Could be a good You know Everybody looks the same Or they're yeah. all wearing the same uniform Yeah um, And quite literally You know Towards the end of the movie uh, The big You know Showdown In the S.H.I.E.L.D. building There's S.H.I.E.L.D. operatives And Hydra operatives And mm-hmm. uh, You don't really know Who's who Yeah But um, and in that, that scene was another good example. Like, uh, it was all cop cars and like SWAT team. Yeah. And the, the car told him, it was like, there are no, you, un- there are no in my PD or wherever they are. There are yeah. no, co- you know, police office, police units in your vicinity. Yeah. Yeah. So like, he knows they're not actually police, but yeah. you know, they've infiltrated to such a degree that mm-hmm. they have access to all that.
0: Yeah. It It's a very, um, James Bond moment where you've got a, the hero is in a sp- very advanced vehicle and like surrounded by enemies that are shooting it yeah. and like trying to get at him And yeah. he's got all these systems, all these cool gadgets, uh-huh. you know, and he gets away. It's very satisfying to watch a scene like yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. I, uh, I, lo- I don't know if you caught it. There's a line once he gets going again, he's like initiate vertical takeoff. And yeah. the car's like, we can't do that. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> yeah. it's like, wow, this car could fly. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is awesome. <laughs> that is not
1: a stock Chevy. He's driving around. In. Um, So let's see what else Um, I when Robert Redford's character first showed up on screen I was like that's ridiculous they 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 like made this guy look like Robert Redford (laughs) and then it took me several minutes to be like oh. They just got Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah. He he won he actually asked to be in the movies. Really?
0: His grandchildren watch these Marvel movies and he's like, He I want them to see me in a movie. Uh, wow. And so he
1: he's one movie a decade yeah. at this point.
0: And he he also was really interested in it because he normally plays good guys and yeah. he wanted to play a bad guy. That's and cool. He was like, This I get to be a bad guy yeah. and my grandkids are gonna think I'm cool. Like yeah. this is win win for me. And he's definitely, he got that treatment at the end of the credits where it was like with... Yeah, yeah, Brother yeah, yeah. Redford. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. That was, he was great in it. Um, speaking of of that, and we've talked about the tone, and you mentioned it in the beginning, and actually I had those notes before I came over today. Um, it is very much like a Jason Bourne... Yes. J- um, like James Bond, Mission Impossible type movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, we we, we talked about
1: it like while we were watching the yeah. movie, the idea of like the operative... Uh, who the agency thinks has gone rogue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how frustrating that is as, as like, a viewer, <laughs> or a kid, for a viewer. Yeah. You know, you're like, no, he's the good guy. And it, it's taken to, like,
0: the most extreme. And, like, even other people in the agency are like, really? Captain America has yeah. that? <laughs> like, I don't believe this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's great, you know. And uh-huh. it, it, it kind of illustrates, you know. How serious and how deep that Hydra infection yeah. is, you know. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, you know, good is bad, and right. they've just completely inverted yeah. the world order. It's it was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so this movie is directed by the Russo brothers, uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. Okay. What else have they done? Well, they are um, primarily before this. Pretty much comedy television shows. Really, they directed a bunch of episodes of Arrested Development, okay. including the pilot. Huh. They did the pilot of Community and directed a bunch of Community episodes. So that's why and that's why Danny Pudi's in okay. this. Yeah, um, cool. They directed happy endings, the pilot of that, and a bunch of those episodes. Okay, and it was actually because of uh, the paintball episode in season two, the first paintball episodes, um fistful of paintballs, and for a few paintballs more. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Feige watched Community, and he watched those, and he's like, "This is fantastic! I yeah. want to get those guys to direct a movie." That's awesome. Yeah, and so they got this job, and they are big, big names in the MCU. This is their debut film, but this is definitely not their last film. Okay, they did cool. like all the major ones. And it's going to be exciting to to revisit it. Actually, the doctor who was, um, when they meet up with Nick Fury underground and the doctor who's pressing on, um, black widow's shoulder wound, that's Joe Russo. And he's one of the directors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there definitely look out for that name. Russo brothers. Uh, they're a real big deal. Neat. That elevator scene. Um, we're not in the trivia corner yet, but this is just a little bit of trivia. Okay. This is a freebie. Freebie. This is a freebie. Um, so that elevator scene, was super iconic so cool it's fantastic that line where he's um you know before we get started does anybody yeah. want to get out like yeah. he just because he knows and i love like the you feel uneasy with that scene because he just had a very uneasy conversation with the secretary yeah but he looks and he notices one guy's got his hand on his uh-huh. gun and yeah. he looks at this other guy's just beat the a sweat, sweat yeah. you know
1: because they're all like this is probably well, not gonna well, and, work and you as a viewer like you know it w- like early on yeah. but captain america hasn't alerted you that he knows yet so yes. it's stressful
0: yeah exactly you're like dude pay attention yeah um so that scene is actually they paid uh, homage to that in season six of community uh the russo brothers didn't direct this episode but there's an elevator fight scene that is a direct uh, i don't remember that homage to that it's it's uh the final paintball episode called modern espionage okay and it's a scene where uh the dean gets in an elevator and all these guys get in the elevator and <laughs> it's a similar like you don't know who's good or who's bad it's that that paintball episode is kind of like a spy movie and he accidentally beats up everybody in the elevator by like (laughs) tripping over himself and like flailing around and like, it's so funny.
1: (laughs) I got to watch that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got to check out season six of community. Um, but yeah, that elevator scene, I was so, I don't know if you could tell like right before it happened, I was so excited for it to come on. (laughs) It's like, this is one of my favorite things in the whole MCU. Yeah. That that was super cool. That elevator fight scene. Yeah. Just the idea of those magnetic, like um, shackles they were yeah. going to put in them, you know, and yeah. you get the sense like, like, oh no, he better not get it, get caught in those because those are so strong. And right. then he does and
1: he has to fight with like one hand yeah.
0: and still beats up everybody in the elevator.
1: That was pretty intense. Yeah. So what was the um what's the head of that strike team who was oh, kind of like <clears throat> Rumlow is his name? Rumlow. Okay. Yeah. okay. So kind of like a little minor villain there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you know he gets a, his own little fight sequence with Falcon yeah. towards the end mm-hmm. and presumably is still alive. We saw him pulled like or on like a crash cart yeah. in like a hospital in I guess right at the end. It yeah. wasn't one of the after credit scenes. It was just one, right before the. It was credits. that
0: sequence at the end where they show like what everybody's doing yeah. after
1: Shield's gone, and they make a point, yeah, of showing yeah. him. So presumably we'll see him again.
0: If I don't know if you noticed, so he had like a kind of it's not like a bandolier, but it was like some kind of harness that he wore for most of the movie, uh-huh. and he had that across his chest, and that's a reference. Rumlow in the comic books is a villain named uh, Crossbones, huh. uh, and so that is kind of a reference to that. And so, people, it's kind of a spoiler if you knew, if you were real, real deep into the comic books and uh-huh. you get this character called Rumlow, you're like, that's not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you never know. Sometimes the MCU is going to throw you a curveball and real recast characters, you uh-huh. know. But that was that was a real, like a little hint, you yeah. know. But plus, he played that guy pretty sinister, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was kind of a shifty dude from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he was he was no good. Speaking of guys who are no good the whole time, I don't know if you recognized uh so Jasper Sitwell was uh-huh. that shield agent yeah. who was pretty high up in yep. Hydra. He's uh made appearances in Thor and Avengers. He's been in a couple of the other How ones. How has he? Yeah, just just kind of like not like necessarily background. He's had a couple of lines, but he's been playing that character like since the beginning. So
1: I like I don't know that I could have told you that. Yeah. But he definitely didn't seem totally unfamiliar yeah mm-hmm. like he definitely was like okay yeah i feel like that guy i've seen before maybe when re-watching this i like
0: almost made like made a point of like pointing him out but i was like oh just let it go you yeah. know because it makes it feel more real you know it's like yeah. it's not like <laughs> you know you see this movie and like oh there's hydra agents among the shield guys and it's like well maybe it's all the new characters we <laughs> just met you know so it was neat that they had it embedded yeah and they did it similarly with uh, gary Shanling's senator yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah where totally. He, he said, "Hail Hydra," and it makes sense why he was so antagonistic to Iron Man. Yeah, in Iron Man Two, that um, yeah, that whole scene was really funny too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just it it's almost like it's just this funny little character moment. I've forgotten he was really in this movie. Yeah. but yeah, just it's like did he, did he even have lines? Did he just make that yeah. all- up?
1: <laughs> and like when after they shake hands and he takes like this first step and and, and then yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, but. My knee or your hip? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Should I get that checked out? <laughs> yeah. It was
0: really funny. It was it was fantastic. So one of the um, things you you mentioned you like the action in this movie, mm-hmm. and and all the the effects are were very practical. They they made a very big effort to reduce the CGI. Oh really? So like the helicarriers, obviously. Yeah. Um, but w- a lot of the fight scenes and stunts, all that was practical if, it, they, if it they could f- do it practical felt,
1: it felt a lot more real yeah blew up a lot of cars yeah it, yeah. it was pretty awesome yeah um yeah man it was pretty awesome <laughs> i i did i think so those are some of my favorite fight sequences and him taking down the um the one the airship by himself was ridiculous <laughs> yeah um i i probably said oh like <laughs> I don't know, at least five times. <laughs> yeah, probably more. Yeah. Um, with both Captain America, like kicking guys into walls, it, like that whole opening sequence when they yes. were infiltrating the ship, uh, just kicking dudes, just kicking them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they just go flying. Yeah, you
1: know? and it looks so good though. Like yeah. it doesn't look like they're on wires and being pulled back. Like yeah. you really
0: feel that impact. Yeah, that oof. Yeah, it's I love and I love how quiet he is too. Like yeah. that whole
1: opening sequence is so quiet. He's in like stealth mode. I like that you could. Now, probably the guys he kicked into the ocean probably died, but the the like for the most part he's just incapacitating these people, and then it cuts to Natasha Romanoff and she busts in and just shoots everyone. (laughs) Yes, which was awesome. Now she also had a ton of really cool moves. She did. Um, Yeah, I like this little thing they've got, like the little electric penny thing or yeah electric really yeah. dime mm-hmm. um she used it a couple times for to good effect It was pretty neat
0: and she had some like wrist mounted like tasers yeah and she
1: yeah she's, some neat she's a neat little gadgets. she's a
0: cool uh, guy and that's again brings it back into that spy yeah but they don't what i like about this movie and i mean I don't dislike it in spy movies where they will like do normally have a scene like here's this gadget and here's this gadget and how it works yeah. so like later in the movie you're you not see them, like yeah. yeah you're like oh I remember it. that was the thing or, yeah. and like I, I don't dislike that at all uh-huh. I, I like that's a whole that's a very big thing with James Bond yeah, you know, yeah, let yeah, me show you these uh-huh. and then you can see it and then you have in your mind like ooh how's that gonna be used right. so, you know? but what I like about this movie is it just they just happen you know yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like you get to like you didn't even
1: know she could do that like the face yeah. uh, like, so it turns out she was undercover at the very end yeah as this, who, so, who was she undercover as like a she senator? One of or the, it was uh, on the World Security Council. Council, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I, I didn't like even when it was happening, and like you see this older lady like kicking butt yeah. and like disarming these guards. I was like, "Wow, she must be an undercover agent too." <laughs> it was so funny because that one, that really got that one really got you and Megan. You were yeah. not expecting that at all, <laughs> not at all. I uh, and then she pulled the the, the little yeah. face uh, thing off. Yeah, I, I, I had a few like wow
0: moments. So apparently there was a deleted scene that did kind of highlight that okay and uh it never it didn't make it in i'm glad i'm glad i think it works without it yeah because like because like, at the end of the day you don't really need like it's like i i saw i just saw what it did yeah i don't need to know i i get it you know
1: they and they've already built in like any sort of explanation for crazy technology yeah like with tony stark yeah. being a part like it's just uh, yeah just it magic sure <laughs> yeah it's tony stark stuff
0: that's right. They can they can just do it, especially like spy tech. You yeah. Know, they just have like any, all the spy tech. I love it. Um, speaking of S.H.I.E.L.D., we did get a lot more insight into the like inner workings of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. with, it's not just Nick Fury. He is a boss. And we'd seen the World Security Council in Avengers. They were the ones who yeah. <clears throat> ordered that nuclear strike yep. on New York. Yeah. And of course they were portrayed very differently. Like they all had like shadows. So yeah. you couldn't see who they were. And in this one you see it's just like four people uh-huh. from different countries. Um, and and then Alexander Pierce who's the secretary I guess. Uh-huh. And, and the head of it. Um, but of course they show you all that and just only to say like okay now it's gone forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well yeah. They They were kind of jerks to begin with. What do you think about uh, the return of Bucky Barnes? Yeah, let's talk about Bucky. So I knew
0: it. I knew it. <laughs> you, like, I, it was so tough because <laughs> normally Megan's the one who's, like, asking a lot of questions about it, you know. But, like, when Bucky died, you're like, he's not
1: dead. He didn't die. I was
0: like, just watch the movie,
1: man. <laughs> like, you don't want me to tell you. I know what happened. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, from... The moment that he falls off the train, I was yes calling it. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to gloat, but that's one of the few things (laughs) that I knew. Yeah, and I'm I'm I guess I'm gloating at being spoiled. That's not really much of an accomplishment. You didn't didn't deduce it. Yeah, I just read it. I just and not even that. I just remember seeing trailers for this movie. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I know he's back again. (laughs) Yeah. So that's all I knew. Okay. So now I don't know anything okay wow that was it that was the one thing yeah i knew Ooh, that, that's so exciting well, as, as far as i know maybe <laughs> things will pop up and i'm like oh maybe maybe this that but like especially in terms of bucky i don't know if we ever see him again mm-hmm. i don't know if he shows up i don't know if he's going to be a good guy mm-hmm. clearly they're going to talk about it again i guess mm-hmm. because right at the very end um Nat- natasha gives um cap like a file on bucky mm-hmm Um, And she warns him, like, you may not want to pull on that thread too Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. But he's clearly going after him. With the help of Falcon. With the help of Falcon. But it seems that Bucky does remember something. Mm -hmm. We don't know how much. Clearly he's been, like, I don't know what it is, if it's some sort of technology or if it's some sort of modified shock treatment. But Mm -hmm. they've been zapping his brain for, Mm -hmm. you know... 50 years yeah although they're also implying that they are like cryogenically freezing him when they don't need him yeah so that's why he's still young yeah um uh so they're just taking him out whenever they need like a job done
0: yeah they mentioned there's a line where he's like he's been out of cryo sleep too long yeah it looks like he's normally like it's short like a couple weeks and then go back in right and and this is even longer than that or or whatever Uh uh-huh um and then and Pierce, you know, says like you shaped the century. And yeah. so implying that like his uh what is Black Widow says two dozen assassinations or something like that. And yeah, so it's really interesting. Yeah. Um although the big one what Pierce was talking about was killing Nick Fury, which he didn't do. Either. Yeah. He he failed at that. Yeah. Um
1: so they don't really so, explain. So it. that um that got me. I thought, I thought, and like, I, real, I kept right? trying to think like, have I, do I remember him in trailers for future movies? <laughs> yeah. so that's my only knowledge is seeing trailers. Yeah. But I, I was like, like I don't, materials. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, uh, so I was like, I guess he's dead. That's I wonder crazy. if the
0: power of that scene too, cause it's played, it's played very real, yeah. you know, and imagine you're in 2014 and like, this is the only movie, yeah. like, this is the end of the line. You're uh-huh. like, wow, I guess Sam Jackson's done. Yeah. You know? So it, was, that it was, was pretty cool. Yeah. They did a very good job with that. Um, what did you think about Bucky's arm, his, his robot arm? It was neat. So,
1: yeah. it, so I guess he lost his arm in the fall. Mm-hmm. He saw kind of like a quick glimpse of like a stump that, that yeah. they're working on. There
0: was like some kind of bone saw thing too. Like they were cutting. Yeah, too. they were I didn't like those flashbacks.
1: <laughs> so yeah, he's got some sort of like bionic arm. I, I didn't quite get it like it, in terms of like, it just seemed like it was super powerful, right? Yeah. He also seemed very powerful in general, so I don't know if he's been given some sort of form of, like, the serum. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he seemed plenty strong on his own. He was kicking people pretty hard. Yeah, and, he's you know, like, your average person is going to go flying when Captain America punches you, but he was more than holding his own. Yeah. Even without the arm, like, Mm -hmm. you know, doing his other stuff. Um, But the arm seemed to, like, charge up and kind of, like, get extra strong sometimes, Mm. like, when he wanted it to. But it could only do that, like, a couple of times. I I
0: really liked that... uh it, it it stressed me out when I watched it the first time because there's that classic like oh he's got the knife and he's pushing and the yeah. hero's pushing back you know and it's a slow battle yeah. but like it starts that and then you hear this like mechanical whirring and it's like boop and he just stabs him yeah. in the shoulder like, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> he's so strong yeah like it's just not even you know like even Captain America can do nothing about it right. it's like a piston like, yeah just, yeah I I, I liked that and I liked that that sound and that effect because it like moves unnaturally fast and it's yep. so creepy. I loved yeah. him catching the shield too at uh, that
1: that very first shot. So presumably his arm is made of some form of vibranium. Something I don't know. Because I just I don't understand the physics of it because mm. it's made up. Yeah. Um, and
0: vibranium isn't so much that it's strong. It it is strong. It's but just it's, that it doesn't. It it absorbs vibrations. So right.
1: So that's why I'm assuming that his arm could. Catch it so like without any recoil. Yeah, yeah, is my thought process. Yeah. I don't I think, know. I
0: think also like strength and and it just basically his like reaction time. It's just showing off that like that shield doesn't bother him. Like, yeah, he was constantly smacking it out of the air yeah. too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Captain couldn't help but like try to use it, you know, but it was pretty ineffective against yeah. him. Yeah, which was neat to see. I think the the vibration absorbing elements were crucial to cap constantly like
1: jumping out of buildings and stuff with it. Sure. He was using that he to did like that a lot. Yeah. Like a couple of times that stretched my uh, <laughs> abilities to, to suspend my disbelief. Yeah. There were a couple of times that he fell from a great height. Yeah. And, it, and I he would have been squished,
0: man. It's a, it's a combination of the shield absorbing most of it. Cause mm-hmm. he's, he's leaning you know, like and using that to shield his body. Yeah. Uh, but then, <laughs> but then also I, you, I wonder, you get the sense, like he jumps out of the plane in the beginning without a parachute. And you wonder, he's like, okay, I know I'm superhuman and I can survive things that a normal person wouldn't. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right, if he's <laughs> I mean, testing like, it. Let's just, let's yeah. see. <laughs> he does get shot like four times towards yeah. the end of the movie and mm-hmm. seems to be absolutely fine like a few days later. I remember, well, no, he was in a hospital bed. <laughs> well, you know, a week later. He
0: survived it for yeah. sure. Um, I remember being really stressed out the first time watching that fight because he gets shot and stabbed yeah. and i'm like he's not gonna do it because it's like yeah. two seconds left yeah. you know um, he got shot in the butt what about uh the the targeting and the algorithm you you caught on to a couple of names that sitwell was throwing out yeah
1: so he they this uh huh <laughs> <laughs> so they said banner for one uh-huh. um bruce uh race bannon <laughs> do you i see i don't think
0: i think Hydra would have had a problem Trying to kill Bruce Banner. I feel like Think so? they would have shot at him, he would have turned into the Hulk, and they would have had a very serious <laughs> problem.
1: I see, I and maybe you know more than I, but I just I'm still not hundred percent on like when his Hulk powers kick in. We talked about that though in the Avengers. The idea he felt he was falling, and the idea that like if anything was about to kill him mm-hmm. or was literally In the instant that it is killing him, he's turning into the Hulk. Because in the Incredible Hulk, remember he jumps out of a helicopter and he tries to turn into
0: a Hulk on the way down, and he he can not And so he hits the ground, ground and he's the Hulk. Hulk. And then there's a line in Avengers where he talks about eating a bullet, and the other guy spit it out, and he. So you get the sense like he might be functionally immortal. Yeah. (laughs) Like he might. It might be impossible to kill Bruce Banner because the Hulk like protects him. Uh huh. Um, so I, I would put
1: money on that over Hydra in that fight. <laughs> right. But presumably... Yeah. Presumably, even in as the Hulk, there must be some way to... I mean, if you shoot him in the eyeball, like, does it not go into his brain? He's
0: got super strong,
1: gamma-improved <laughs> eyeballs. Gamma eyeballs. <laughs> just bounces right off. <laughs> he... Um,
0: so, so, But the other name you picked up on, what was it? Oh, remember? yeah. Uh,
1: so I forget the first name, but the last name was Strange. And yeah. I presume Stephen, Stephen that Strange. That
0: Stephen Strange. I presume mm-hmm. that is Dr.
1: Strange. It's so interesting. We haven't heard anything about it. He just Not, throws it out. Yeah. Just Stephen Strange. So I, I thought that was super cool because I I know that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were clearly thinking about it even then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much they had thought about it, mm-hmm. but the, enough to throw that in there as a yeah. little teaser.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um the I don't know if you noticed in the targeting sequence where they would like show like it acquiring one target and then pulling out and showing it acquiring like a city full of yeah. targets the first one it did was president matthew ellis i saw that yeah at the white house uh-huh. and then pulled back which is interesting that they you know were like oh that dude's a problem uh-huh um but did you catch tony stark no i missed yeah I missed so it. they they one of them was tony stark he was pacing in avengers tower oh uh, interesting it was it was well which was stark tower in, uh, in avengers but he it's uh you could kind of make it out if you freeze frame it it says avengers on the tower interesting now. yeah so a little little taste of what's to come so
1: we, we talked about this in the movie um and making called it out. and said, you know, does this not qualify as an Avengers-level problem? And so my explanation is clearly that Tony was on vacation. He wasn't checking his email this week. (laughs) Um, But if he was at the Tower, man... So here's the thing.
0: I think in my head canon which i know isn't true because these movies take place actually like years apart iron man 3 and thor 2 were 2013 and this was 2014 okay but in my head all of the solo movies happened at the same time okay so <laughs> just can't to explain he it he was in tennessee yeah. he can't do it he yeah, can't yeah. um but He's... i think the other thing to think about and in of course everybody asks that every movie where are the avengers yeah <laughs> um and uh the russo brothers were asked that question or maybe it was the writers um marcus McFeely and um I can't think of the guy's name, but um, I think it might be Marcus and McFeely. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, the writers were, said that it all happened over the course of three days, and they didn't have time to okay. call. And then, on, plus, they're also fugitives; they're on the run. If they poke their sure. head up to contact Tony Stark, maybe yeah. They'll I mean, get I, I buy it. I buy yeah. it. But I just, I buy it. You, it's you have to. You do have to do some kind of suspension of disbelief because yeah. it's like it, they can't just keep making Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they always say that Avengers level threat, but I mean, honestly, Cap got it. He did it. He, and he had friends. He had, yeah. he had help. You That's know? true. So. so,
1: oh, speaking of that, um, so let's talk about Natasha for a little bit. Yeah. Um, she had a good deal of screen time, I thought. Yeah. And I thought Scarlett Johansson did really well. Yeah. Um, I was, <laughs> I don't think I got the character when it was, when she was first introduced what mm-hmm. which what, what was it iron man iron man 2 iron yeah. man 2? Mm-hmm. and you know we we saw that she was kind of a you know a uh like super accomplished fighter and spy mm-hmm. and you know uh but she I again I feel like this character was given room to breathe in this yeah. movie there was a little they hinted at a little bit of attraction between Captain America or Steve and Natasha Mm -hmm. at the same time as, you know, making it clear that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. um, Which I thought was cleverly done. Yeah. Um, But I thought that, uh, I don't know. I I really enjoyed what they let her character, uh, she had kind of a mini arc of sort of like coming to terms with her own past. Yeah, absolutely. Which we don't know yet, but, you know, um, I do know that there. That she's got her own movie coming out yeah. soon. In, yeah. In in our <laughs> yeah. timeline.
0: Yeah, that'll be the twenty fourth MCU film. Isn't that crazy to think of? That is crazy. <laughs> we're quite a ways away. Here we are. Um, yeah, this is number nine. Um, Good lord, we're never
1: going to be done with this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will be. We'll, we'll be in uh, in what twenty. Uh, 24 more films or 14 more films. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that bad. Yeah. We can do it. So, um, I, I totally agree with you. I think this was probably black widow's best role yet. Yeah. In terms of like character growth. And yeah. She, you know, obviously Pierce knows about her cause he's like, when she's getting ready to like part of her deal, taking down shield is she's, you know, like, cause Steve is, physically taking down the helicarriers with sam yeah him and sam are physically taking them down but she's releasing all of shield's secrets which yep. is another way of dissolving it just which
1: it just... was interesting and it, and it makes sense that that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. it and you know she was in some sort of like interview tribunals type thing at the very end with all these military folks and presumably other very important people mm-hmm. and they were sort of saying like you know yes you You put all that out there on Hydra, but you also let out every secret that Shield had. Mm -hmm. And her point was like it's the same thing at this point. Like you can't basically, yeah. There's no, there's no saving it. You Mm -hmm. had to blow it all up, which is something that someone else. I think it was Fury. No, it was Pierce. Pierce himself said that you know sometimes you have to essentially blow it all up to start over Mm -hmm. to make something better. To build
0: a better world, you have to tear down the old one. Yeah, and it's a very like hydra thing to say you know but, but it was, it's interesting that that's actually what they had to do yeah it to is
1: H- shield because it had been hydra yeah, they were yeah they
0: were like you know shield was our intelligence apparatus and she's like no it wasn't like yeah. <laughs> it was it was not yours it
1: was not helping you and well it it's had to interesting go. you see some of the um you see sort of you finally see the other intelligence apparat apparatus what's the ap- what's plural ap- apparatus
0: apparatuses
1: it's mm-hmm. not one of the funny apparati type I don't, things. That sounds wrong. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Apparatuses yeah. sounds wrong too, but let's yeah. go with it. Okay. Mooses. <laughs> Mooses, mices. It's mices. Okay. So the other uh, mices like FBI and CIA, yeah. which I don't think we've seen
0: yet. I guess not. No. It's always been S.H.I.E.L.D. would be like the people. Yeah. That. But it's shown like, oh yeah, there's all these other you know, three-letter agencies. So the
1: one agent, the blonde agent, who is the neighbor? Sharon. Sharon. Um, She winds up joining the CIA mm-hmm. It's actually the FBI that arrests the that's, senator Yeah, Senator Sturm, Um, Yeah, I think that's interesting So yeah. like in this timeline These other sort of intelligence agencies Have sort of been overshadowed by S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. But maybe now they're going to come into mm-hmm. Our, you know, sort of understanding yeah. of them yeah, my it's, assumption.
0: Shield was was much more. It was. I mean, it was kind of. It's kind of a stand-in for the U.S. government. Yeah. But it it in the universe, it it actually is a e- international body. Uh-huh. And so now it's the international bodies that already you know, or the things that already existed like CIA, FBI. Those are the ones going to have to fill that void. Right. I,
1: I think you're right. So, um, I'm assuming that Shield will still exist in some form or fashion around Nick Fury and the Avengers, and whether they call it S.H.I.E.L.D. or not, I feel like they're still going to have some sort of, like, core mm-hmm. um, membership, you know, even, uh, I, I, but I feel like it's going to be more like a secret club mm-hmm. than, like, an official agency. Sure. So, like... You see um, Agent Hill also left to go join Stark Industries. So I feel like all of these people are going into these other areas, but they're still all got ties. Yeah. And probably still will be active in S.H.I.E.L.D. type operations. That's my assumption here. Okay. Cool. So also, just generally speaking, I want to take a step back and say, man, was I relieved that there was not, like, Crazy World War Two, like <laughs> like rewriting how tanks work again. <laughs> um, I liked Captain America in a modern setting yeah. where I can totally suspend my disbelief, mm-hmm. you know, because of. Stark magic technology.
0: Uh, yeah, I I think this was a good one. Speaking of that Stark magic technology, um, let's talk about Sam a little bit in his wingsuit, which is actually made by Stark Industries. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember you were pretty excited by that one too. That one caught you by surprise. With yeah,
1: flies. You know. So he, and I guess if I like recognized faces better, I might have recognized him earlier. Uh huh. But I have seen him in one of the other movies that I have seen, yeah. which was ant-man yeah um and i didn't know it until <laughs> i saw uh the the suit the wings. Yeah.
0: and you were like oh that I, I, I remember when you recognized that that was very funny <laughs> <You're> Like, <laughs> oh that's the guy <laughs> yeah because we we did watch ant-man uh, a couple years ago yeah um but yeah he, he he does make a cameo in that movie yeah so
1: and the, but this is where he's introduced i thought he was great um he, he a lot uh, of good
0: comic relief yeah. you know but also like you know like he he related with cap because captain was talking about how like he had trouble finding specifically a date with shared life experiences but sam had shared life experiences they're both soldiers you know and and just like fallout tells us war never changes yeah and so they they find (laughs) they have a lot in common Uh uh-huh uh so it's 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 nice to see captain finding
1: a friend can i just point out that in a podcast about the mcu that was the nerdiest (laughs) statement so far War, war never
0: changes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the deep cut for, you know, for a Marvel podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you have to be in a whole other nerddom.
1: So uh, I, I really, I did enjoy that. And so I credit to all the writing, even, um, I wouldn't call him a tertiary character, mm-hmm. more like a secondary character, I guess. But like they gave, I mean, the writing was great. All the characters felt three-dimensional, um, even the small ones. I do wish we had seen a little bit more of um, Danny Pudi. It was, by the way. It is Marcus
0: and McFeely. Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. So I got it right. I just combined
1: them into one name, Marcus McFeely. Is that how they write together? Marcus McFeely. They just...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they should. It, that's how I remember it. They just in
1: unison introduced <laughs> themselves.
0: I'm we to wreck, are Marcus McFeely. I'm gonna retcon it and say I always knew they were two different people. Okay. And you just misheard me. I'll go. I'll go back and edit it for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry to in, interrupt your thought about Danny Pootie.
1: Uh, I wished he had more. Yeah,
0: but you know, it was it was a neat little cameo yeah. for Community fans, and yeah. and I would I would say probably won't be the last community cast member to show up in an mcu film
1: well hey careful spoilers (laughs) um that's exciting though yeah i wonder who it's it's gonna be it's
0: fun to 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 find them because the russo (laughs) brothers like i said directed more than this one for sure
1: cool that's always fun yeah that's exciting this my best part my favorite part of what he did was uh like when he put his hands up and then, like, step to the side to let them into the door, but then was also kind of like motioning them in, like <laughs> yeah, with, with his, his hands hand. Up. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um,
0: so I think uh, it's time for your MCU pop quiz.
1: Time for MCU pop quizzes. <laughs> I just love the look in your eye when you're like, "What am I gonna? What am I gonna do?" <laughs> it's they've all started to sound the same. I need to prepare something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are all prepared. <laughs> you add them in post later. Yeah. Uh,
0: so this pop quiz is about comic superpowers we kind of talked about captain america's superhuman strength um but in the comics he doesn't have superhuman strength he's what's called peak human i think we've talked about this before which is just the best a human could possibly be like basically like an olympic athlete who's a soldier that was the idea and so that anything captain america could do in the comic books would be something that a human could do maybe a human couldn't do all the things he could do because right. he'd be like the best at running and jumping and sure. weightlifting and you know a human couldn't do all those things yeah. but it's all within the realm of human possibility but the movies have definitely been like nah he's a superhero like yeah, he, he yeah, can yeah. he can lift crazy weights like he's punching uh the sandbags you know uh-huh. kicking people off a boat so a human can't do that yeah, like that's yeah. superhuman for sure mm-hmm. so um sam wilson who is uh the falcon also had a power shift but in the other direction in the movie, he has no superpowers. He's just got a cool wingsuit and training discipline and dedication of a special forces soldier. Uh-huh. Um, but in the comic books, he did have a special power. He had a superpower. What power did they strip from the Falcon? So you get multiple choice. Don't okay. I always <laughs> want to just, like, wing it. Uh, so I just think
1: about it. <laughs> I got options.
0: Okay. So what power did they strip from the Falcon? Okay. A, the ability to fly without wings. Uh-huh. B, telepathy with birds, C, (laughs) superhuman speed, or D, shapeshifting into a bird? Oh, so I think it's the... Do you want to know what year he debuted in the comics? Would that help you? Sure. 1969. It doesn't help.
1: (laughs) I think... Oh, man. Okay, so I, I'm narrowing it down to either he can fly without wings or he can shape dif- shapeshift into a bird. And I'm going to go with fly without wings. It's
0: actually telepathy with birds. What? <laughs> yeah, so in the comics, he has a... Uh, I mean, in course, 1969, in the comics, he didn't dress like a soldier. He had red spandex with, like, gold trim. He was full-on superhero. Okay. And he had a, a Falcon partner named Red Wing that he... Um, had a kind of like a... They first described it as like a kind of a mutual understanding. He was like a really... <laughs> a mutual attraction. A yeah, mutual respect. and uh, <laughs> um, But it became almost like this empathic connection. And then later in the comics, they retconned it too. He has the ability to communicate not just with Red Wing, but it turns out all birds. Okay. And so so he,
1: he does know the <laughs> eternal question.
0: Does Polly want a, a cracker? <laughs> That's right. But he can see through their eyes and like it's a whole thing. It goes with the bird... You know Motif I'm gonna say I'm glad they changed that one Right It didn't need to be there No Um, That's a a little silly (laughs) And also Not that useful Yeah (laughs) yeah <laughs> that's like a long walk to get to somewhere you don't want to be <laughs>
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah like what's the payoff like you just ask him like what's that bird thinking nothing what's that bird th- nothing it would definitely be a different movie imagine if they
0: introduced it in this movie too <laughs> 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 like when they're like, uh, we're a little busy right now can you stop talking to that bird <laughs> um i was I picked that question specifically because the power
1: was so ridiculous.
0: That's <laughs> good, and I knew you would dismiss that option I did
1: instantly hand. if you if you uh noticed I laughed when you said it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now we're we're this the m c u pop quiz is our signal that we've transitioned into Aaron's trivia corner.
1: It's time for Aaron's Trivia Corner. that's a good one. Yeah, that one got away from me. <laughs> <It> did <laughs> I could feel you losing
0: control of it. Um, so Falcon is the first African American superhero in mainstream comics, debuting in 1969. Okay. Um, even though he debuted after black panther in 1966 but of course black panther is from wakanda so he's not american oh sure um so first african-american superhero that's important um anthony mackie who's the actor wrote a ton of letters to marvel constantly contacting them please let me play anybody i just want to be in the marvel (laughs) movies and uh kevin feige was really into his dedication so he's like we'll we'll find something for you and so they they cast him in falcon and he's fantastic yeah he fits right in i i loved that scene where you introduce him the very first scene of the movie where Captain America's running and he's saying on your left yeah. and it's just
1: making him so mad yeah. he's like don't say it <laughs> what What else has he been in you know I I, I, I sort of recognize them, but I didn't I couldn't place him
0: he was in this was after these movies but he was in the opening of the I guess it was the fourth or fifth season of Black Mirror the one that just came out oh I don't know anyway uh, he's been in other stuff I'm sure but I'm not familiar with yeah. his other work he's great he is great um speaking of that of that opening scene when sam wilson is telling him things he missed you know when he mentions marvin gaye's uh trouble man yeah uh captain america's yeah a list of things and yeah you, you clocked a couple things on there star, yeah, wars, yeah. Slash star trek. wars
1: slash trek Thai food's laugh. on there <laughs> yeah typhoon Thai food. typhoon Thai food. um nirvana
0: yeah What what's interesting is um they the the detail went into this movie they knew this movie would be playing worldwide and they didn't want it to just be a list of american things yeah. so there's region specific lists, uh, depending on where the movie aired. No way. Yeah. So in England, um, in the UK on, there was world cup finals, 1966 and the Beatles are on there. Um, and what they did was they actually put out these surveys, these polls to people who lived in those regions and said, what would Steve Rogers, what what would you tell him to catch up on? So people got to vote and the top five in in each category, they, you know, narrowed it down and picked their favorite. So, um, in Korea, uh, the film Old Boy is on the oh, list. wow. And Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> in Italy, it's Roberto Benini and um, Ferrari's victories at the F1 Grand Prix. Wow. And in Australia, Steve Irwin made the list and <laughs> uh, ACDC. So it's just, it's really <laughs> neat nice. to to see like, um all the different things yeah. if you notice on his list uh it's a star wars slash trek and star wars has been crossed out so he has seen oh, okay. <laughs> he had he, you know he hadn't gone to trek yet but yeah, he got to star wars that's cool and i loved when she does the reference to war games uh when they're in that <laughs> yeah, bunker and she's like that's from a he's like i know i've seen it and it's just <laughs> it's like you get the sense that he's like so tired of people like explaining, explaining right? it, yeah. yeah he's like i get i get references i have seen that movie shut up <laughs> um so another bit of trivia, something they say in Marvel comics uh, is that nobody stays dead, but Bucky and uncle Ben. Um, those are uh, uncle Ben, of course, is Spider-Man's uh, uncle who dies okay. uh, in his origin story. And that's what he's always trying to, he's the one who said with great power comes great responsibility. Uh-huh. He doesn't say exactly that, but that's the movie version of it. But anyway, he, um, no matter what, even though everybody comes back to life in comic books, uncle Ben never comes back and neither did Bucky. Bucky was killed in like the sixties. Uh, well, like, Bucky was really from the 40s era of comic books and he reappeared in flashbacks. Captain America had like rem- would remember him okay. and in 1968 they showed the flashback where Bucky was killed like in the 40s. Uh, okay. And Bucky was also like one of the heroes that was famously never resurrected until the Winter Soldier storyline in 2005 so he went a very long time without being resurrected yeah so now it's just uncle ben that's dead forever <laughs> um but yeah that's why that's why they say nobody ever dies in 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 comic books because when they, did this come out um uh, so this movie came out in t- 2014 it was the
1: comic book the comic book uh, yeah, of the winter, winter soldier, soldier. Yeah. i gotcha i gotcha i gotcha
0: um and so real quick i want to get into the origins of the Winter soldier name are you familiar with Winter Soldier um, hearings, Winter Soldier investigation. Mm. It's a it was a real life thing in the early seventies, seventy one, seventy two, where these veterans of Vietnam wanted to kind of shine a light on some of the atrocities American government committed, okay, uh, in in Vietnam, and and so um, they they wanted to talk about it, and they they got the name Winter Soldier from a um, Thomas Payne. Uh, story article he wrote in 1776 um and the line is um these are the times that try men's souls The Summer Soldier and the Sunshine Patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered, yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. So he talks about the Summer Soldier and the Sunshine Patriot being weak and fair weather. The Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier was the opposite of that. And so even though he never says it, that's what... um, these people, John Kerry, uh, when he was lieutenant in the Naval Reserve, actually spoke at these hearings huh. uh, in '71, and in calls attention to why they called it that. But that's when the guy who wrote the Winter Soldier—that's what he thought. Of. He he thought of he was thinking of that, and he also was thinking Cold War era, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah. when you put it in that context, the real Winter Soldier in this movie is Captain America, yeah. because he wants to shine a light on what Shield did and take you know hold it accountable, right? Uh, for letting the hydra parasite grow within inside of it you know uh-huh. he did the um the hard thing even though he was hounded and hunted by his own people you know he he stood up for what was right yeah. so
1: it's that's neat. neat it works on a lot of levels um so real quick um just talking about like the idea of being held accountable for the hydra growing within they talked a little bit about it after it turns out that Fury was not dead. And Cap sort of was saying, like, you know, well, how you didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, e- either, you know, you're incompetent or, mm-hmm. you know. And so Fury kind of tries to explain it away or talk it away. He says, we're here now because right. I did know. I we're, caught it. Right. And but, and
0: and Steve t- takes him to task and he says, how many people died while it took while you figured it out? Exactly.
1: Though? You took too long. And so... I just kind of want to briefly speak to that, that like, it's interesting that, and now Fury l- later, I guess in that same scene does sort of say like, well, you're in charge now. Yeah. Um, I don't really believe that he's stepping away from sort of leading. Sure. Um, in the long run. But I do think it's interesting that sort of after this, Steve and Natasha and everybody just sort of defer to whatever Nick Fury wants Nick Fury to do. Yeah. So he you know, he's going to go take care of some more Hydra agents he knows of yeah. in Europe. But they uh it's sort of like they're just kind of like all right, yeah, we'll take your word for it. You didn't know, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um and like yeah, they they're believing him he didn't know and he didn't yeah. know, but like they're also giving him a pass that like, you know, that was, you know, you live and you learn. It is definitely
0: a theme in the marvel movies and we see it here where you people tend to create their their enemies and you know so like nick fear in a way created shield by letting it grow within shield you know unintentionally and it's tough it's hard to um you know punish people for that when he he worked to, to fix it you know Yeah. and you know that's a recurring theme you know right. and so the idea is that like the knowing what of your actions or inactions in this case caused it is is, is you, part of the is punishment. the redemption yeah yeah, yeah I, I i get it i hear what you're saying
1: though yeah
0: um <clears throat> we have um just a little bit i mean i think that we've we've kind of covered how this fits into the larger narrative um watching this movie i Forgot how many like direct tiebacks to the original Captain America there were. Sure. Uh, with got a picture of Tommy Lee Jones on the wall, and uh-huh. of course Peggy Carter. We see her. Yeah, we see Peggy. That was actually CGI old age. Really, makeup. the whole yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, they they didn't want they they were just weren't a fan of the old age prosthetics. They were mm-hmm. like she just looks like every old person in every movie, and so they wanted to try to do like, kind of like what they did with um, Chris Evans, reduced, like change the. Muscle structure of her face, so yeah. she actually looks old instead of just having stuff on top of her face. Okay, I um, thought it looked pretty well. Yeah, knowing looked, knowing that right. this time and and looking at it, I could definitely see the seams more, like know the looking for it. So, oh. yeah. um, so yeah, um, what, what about what about you? Anything
1: fitting into the larger narrative? Um, so we did see something. We haven't talked about the post credit scenes. Oh yet. yeah, the mid credit and the post credits. So we saw. Um some sort of research uh area um with presumably Hydra adjacent mm-hmm. bad guys. Yeah. Uh he was kinda like saying, Hey, you know, it's all over and and he was kind of saying like Hydra and Shield, two sides of the same coin, implying that they weren't really totally part of Hydra, mm-hmm. but they were connected. So maybe yeah. they're just kinda bad guys of some
0: yeah. I like uh, Hydra adjacent. I like that. <laughs> yeah, Hydra adjacent.
1: Yeah. Bad guys of some ilk. Um and they are researching, it looks like Loki's spear. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what they're learning? But he, uh, then you see two people. He calls them the twins. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one guy who's zipping around a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another girl who is using telekinesis to control blocks. And then she, mm-hmm. like, blows it up or, you know destroys a block or something right before it cuts so i guess we'll see more of them Mm -hmm. i don't know who they are yeah but i mean i'm interested yeah what if i told you we'd never see them again then i would say then that's real goofy (laughs) but um he he, i did like the line he says um we're no longer i can't get it right exactly but essentially like we're no longer living in uh, a world of you know, um, super spies. We're no longer living in a world of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Now we're living in the world of miracles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when you see these two people, and it's so that is sort of starting to blur the line between, um, all these things have been achievable by science, right? You know, uh, it, like even the superpowers have been very, very science related. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a scientific accident gone wrong. It's yeah, science to the max. You know. But this seems more like they've discovered something that they don't understand yet. Yeah. Presumably, they could explain it by science one day, yeah. but they don't seem to understand it yet. It's beyond their grasp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which seems pretty interesting. Well, speaking of that, uh, let's move into our
0: newest segment, Infinity Watch. Yeah.
1: Any Any stones
0: in this Oh, movie? my gosh. I lost <laughs> count of all the Infinity Stones. <laughs> uh no this infinity, stones. Really an infinity stone movie yeah no
1: no infinity stones
0: okay so all the rest of the stones we know about are where we 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 think they are yeah right?
1: they're still in the same spots collector has yep collector's got one and then as uh, far as we know tesseract still uh, in tesseract still no wait the yes te- yeah the tesseract yeah, yeah is on yeah. asgard yeah yeah okay those right. are the only two those are the only two
0: Oh, you tell me. I don't remember. I mean, I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We decided that the casket's not one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have officially ruled that out. Okay, so then I think that's the two.
0: Okay. So, ranking, is this better than
1: the first Captain America? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hands down.
0: Okay. Is it your favorite? We've seen three. This is the third of, of the three films we've seen in the... Phase
1: two. Okay, so remind me the so Thor, Iron Man three, Iron Man three, Thor, Thor 2, 2. two, and Captain America two. I would say this is my favorite. Okay, um, Ca- uh, Iron Man three is really good. Yeah, but uh, I just liked, I just liked this one.
0: I told, I told you this one's in my top five. Yeah, this is fantastic. Movie. Yeah, uh, it was my number one for a long time. This movie actually, I remember seeing the trailers i wasn't all in on the mcu i had seen iron man in theaters i had seen avengers in theater Uh i don't think i'd seen any of the other ones when i saw the trailers at all at all when i'd seen the trailers for captain america winter soldier i may have seen thor and captain america on dvd yeah um but i don't really remember but i definitely hadn't seen iron man 3 hadn't seen hulk hadn't seen thor definitely hadn't seen thor 2 i Uh was one of the last ones i watched um out of order but i was saw the trailer for captain america winter soldier and i was like that looks awesome. I was like, this. It looks like a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited. Like, it. You could tell from the the trailers, like the themes it was going to be about. I was like, I can't believe I'm excited about a Captain America movie. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was the way you were about all of Marvel. I was that <laughs> way about <laughs> Thor. And to a lesser extent, Captain America. I was not interested in them. I was much more into Spider Man and yeah. like X Men than I was the idea of I'm Thor. I'm just so
1: interested in the idea of an Aaron that wasn't totally into <laughs> MCU. Well, I, I know you. he existed. <laughs> yeah. And I knew I knew him.
0: And I wasn't like against it, I was just indifferent. Yeah. And um, it's fascinating I, to me. I saw this movie in the theater and. I saw every movie in the theater after that. Okay, like, so this is what it. Yeah, this yeah. was always like, I love this, <laughs> and I was like, I got into Shield, and I was like, this is really cool. So at that point, went you back went and back watched and, and all, watched everything. Watched okay. them all, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I am into this. And I remember watching Iron Man two and Iron Man three, and being like, how did I miss these? These are so good. <laughs> yeah, but I, I saw Avengers in theaters even though I hadn't seen the other ones because just because that was like it a seemed big like an event billion dollar movie. Yeah. Everybody saw it right. except for you. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. Now we're near the end here. How much does Nick know about next week's film? I don't know nothing. You don't even know what it's called. I don't know what it is. Well, Nick, I'm going to tell you, you actually know quite a bit about is this it, film. Is it one that I've seen? It's the one that you've seen. Is it? Guardians of the Galaxy. It is.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> so that's our next film. So cool. what do you know about it? The whole plot? Yeah. How many yeah. times have you seen it? Uh, probably three times. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And this was one you saw. You saw it in the theaters. Or um, did you rent
1: it? Ooh, no, I, I think I did see it in the theater.
0: Yeah, because it was like
1: a cool space movie. Yeah, it was a yeah, cool space movie. I liked Chris Pratt from um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, this was like his first big thing. Yeah, and that's that's kind of why, that was like one of the big drivers. I was like, yeah. I really like him in that, and I didn't yet know that he wasn't necessarily a super likable dude uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. in general, <laughs> yeah. so that hadn't tarnished it. I was like, yeah, I'm a Chris Pratt fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I, I wanted to see it and uh, loved it. Yeah,
0: good. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's an interesting um, entry point to the MCU because it doesn't really, at least on the surface, yeah. have anything to do with anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I like I said, I think we talked about it uh, maybe last week, but I'm excited to watch that again now that I know more. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the collector, yeah, in uh, at the end of Thor two, yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh,
0: these people are yeah, you know, yeah, they hang it's out all connected. Together. Yeah,
1: so I think it's going to put a lot of things. We we talked about it then Like uh, the, the The Infinity Stone In In um, uh, Guardians Was just a MacGuffin For me yeah. And I didn't care Yeah I didn't, Like whatever that thing is it's Yeah It's the magic rock Yeah But now it's gonna I'm gonna have a little more context for it I think yeah. I will pick up I will I think this will change How I watch the movie Interesting
0: Yeah That's really exciting Yeah Well Nick What's your nar- uh, Your narvel What's your <laughs> Marvel interest meter at Totally gnarly man <laughs> Is it narvel <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd on a say scale from one to narvel <laughs> what is it um it's off the charts man no it's uh it's high um, you're, you're, it's up there this
0: movie was was better than you expected it to be right it was, it was much better than so it it definitely bumped it yeah, up it a little bit it, it gave nice. me it
1: gave me a big boost and knowing that one of my favorites is coming up next I'm, I'm riding high yeah
0: this is a nice little run we got yeah. going on here yeah so. i like it yeah awesome well nick you got to watch this listening to our podcast we want to hear from you you can reach out to us on email at you gotta watch this podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us at facebook or instagram at you gotta watch this podcast or on twitter at gotta underscore watch thanks